Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The Hammer and Nigel Show. Let's turn on 93 WIBC. All right, let's have a demonstration. Big press conference from the Indiana State Police today. An arrest in the 2017 murders of Abby Williams and Libby German. We'll have much more on this breaking news as it unfolds all day long here on 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Guy Relford is filling in for Jason Hammer. Thanks for filling in, man. Oh, man. You know, I always love it. Let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline. Bring back on a, a very special guest. Brian Kilmeade from Fox News, co-host of Fox & Friends, the uh, paperback version of his New York Times bestseller, The President and the Freedom Fighter, just releasing. Brian, how are you, man? Hey, thanks for having me on, Nigel. I appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, let's definitely talk about your book, your paperback version of your book getting released. I want to get to that, but, um, you know, we're a little bit, uh, what, what, over a week away from the midterm elections. Have you ever seen it this kind of crazy, this sort of palpable excitement around this? And, and why is that? Why are people so interested in these uh, elections? Uh, I think so. I've never seen well, – let's look at the good part. Uh, people are engaged. Yes. So that's why the turnout's been even better than 2018 and pay, on pace for that. Uh, a lot of people looked at their individual, their county, their town, how we vote, uh, what their state is like after the, the controversy around the pandemic changes, and thought, what do we want to change? We're going to elect people. They're going to do what we want to do. Also, people engaged enough to get involved in school boards. Whoever thought that would yeah. happen? So that's all good. So, and I think that anybody who has a problem, anyone who says, well, I had a problem with the last election, well, it's up to you to find out what your individual precinct's doing. If you had a problem with, with uh, lack of IDs, with uh, whatever it is, signature match, whatever your situation is down there, let, let it be known and understand it and uh, do what you want to do with a lawsuit. But at, when the election comes in, we've got to accept it. Those are all things that I think we have to get back to accepting the elections. Any issues, don't just be sore losers about whatever. I don't want to be, don't be Stacey Abrams, and don't be uh, Trump 45. You know, get your legal team in order. You have the money. Uh, if there was some stuff going on, it's not been proven. So having said that, we, we've had a chance to see what uh, Democrats would do for the last year and a half. And it's been a lot of this stuff has been just flat out bad and wrong. And if people's agenda, instead of doing what's right, they're doing what they want to do for their party instead of their country. And that's what we're seeing with this green energy. That's why there's a shortage of diesel. That's why we're not pumping our own gas. That's why you're trying to vilify gas station owners uh, and, and, uh, and gas companies, oil and gas companies. So I think a lot of this stuff is preventable. Hey, Brian, this is Guy. You know, there's a lot of dispute out there, especially among the pollsters and whatnot, about what issues are really driving these midterm elections. And, you know, Democrats are saying, oh, well, it's abortion. And, and you know, and we're hearing a lot of, uh, of dispute on those issues. What do you think the, the majority of voters, when they, when they go in this election, what do you think is really driving people to go to the polls this, this midterm? There's just no question what it is, and it is uh, the economy, and the subsets inflation, and the other story is just just what we're dealing with now uh, with the interest rates and the challenges in, in, in the different fields we're in. Not enough of our workforce is working. The labor participa uh, participation rate is way too low. It's at, uh, under 62%. It should be at 68%. Who knows, maybe even higher. Uh, I think that, uh, for the most part, inflation is hurting us for the first time in 40 years. 
uh, lowest, I mean, this is the highest it's been since 1990. And instead of the president going, yeah, it's way too high, he said, well, it's flattened out. High is flattened <laughs> out. I mean, not acknowledging or pointing out the unemployment rate when the bigger story is the interest rates and the inflation uh, rates and, you know, with the, with how expensive everything is, I think it makes people feel you're not in the same on the same country we're in. So how did how did we get to this point of inflation highest it's been in decades? What has the Biden administration done? I think there's a few obvious things, but for people that maybe just pay attention to this on the peripheral and then don't live in this bubble that we live in, how did we get to this spot okay. we're at right now, Brian? The first thing I would, first thing you would do, if you're a leader and not a member of your party, and I would say that if it was Republicans in place too, first thing they did is they stopped the building of the pipelines. Yeah. And I've talked to people in Alaska, even Sarah Palin. What happened is what's flowing through these pipelines is about two-thirds of what it can do. So we're losing a third of the flow. And what people point out, well, the output's not much different, but we were on a sharp increase in, in, uh, in output when the, we were coming out of the pandemic. So obviously it was very useful, very little use for oil and gas in percentage because of the pandemic. We shut everything down globally. Got it. Understood. Uh, supply chain was going to be an issue to a degree because of the zero COVID policies of China. All right. I understand. But what we are in control of is the amount of oil and gas that we produce. What we are in control of is maybe setting up for the short term a uh, North American deal with Mexico and, and Canada. Canada is dying to be selling us their oil and gas, who have the same standards as us in terms of uh, what actual of use of fossil fuels and the environmental impact that it has. Why are we not fracking to the maximum? We've cut it off. Why are we not drilling in federal fields? We stopped it. Why are we not streamlining permitting? We made it harder. So why are we pushing to divest from oil and gas companies? Because John Kerry doesn't want us investing in that, even though it's more profitable for the pensions owners, for the 401ks, and maybe for us individually. And then when it comes to, to spending, we did not need the $1.9 trillion. They had just cut an $800 billion uh, dollar check in December, and then they put $1.9 trillion into the into the stream. And then this last Inflation Reduction Act, which is uh, pure spending and agenda-driven. So if you put all those together, would we have zero inflation? Absolutely not. But if China, Japan, Australia can be below us and Mexico be below us, why can't we be doing that? We used to lead the world. Now we're about four, we have the 14th highest, highest inflation, maybe the 12th highest inflation in the country, in the world. But we're not the UK. We're not Europe. We're not spending all this money on social programs. We haven't given up private enterprise. We don't have three-day work weeks. We have six, five and six-day work weeks. You guys probably never stop working. Never. Uh, between the side <laughs> jobs that we have and where opportunities we get. So... Uh, that that's part of it. I mean, that the, the spending combined with and uh, the experts say that if the if you if the Fed had put up interest rates a little bit earlier, we wouldn't have need the drastic increase now. I mean, six months ago the interest rates were three point six percent, and now we're we're pu- pushing over seven. Could be eight. I mean, that's extraordinary. It's going to destroy the housing market. That all plays into it. Uh, speaking with Brian Kilmeade, Fox News, Fox and Friends here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Uh, what Senate races are you paying attention to? You know, people always they'll ask me like, why why do we why do Hoosiers need to pay attention to other midterm races happening in other states? Like you know, and I always say because these guys want to change the laws, they want to pack the Supreme Court, they they want to take away your rights as gun owners, they want to indoctrinate your kids with 
sexuality and gender identity in schools. And so some of these radical Senate races, these people like uh, uh, Fetterman in Pennsylvania, Warnock in Georgia, just to, to use an example, um, which which races are you paying close attention to, Brian? Okay, Lee, uh, I'm fascinated, fascinated with Blake Masters. Blake. Fascinated. And, and to see that uh, Mitch McConnell said this guy doesn't have a chance, I'm pulling my money out. Let Peter Thiel support him. He's the one who got behind him. And to see him within two points of Mark Kelly. Now, Mark Kelly on the surface, astronaut, military guy, you think he's probably going to be the, the prototypical military person standing for principles. I thought he'd be Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema. Instead, he's been invisible, somewhat lazy, not a thought leader. Now he's ripping the president. Now that it doesn't matter, and you voted with him every step of the way, Blake Masters a business person just came out really aggressive for him to be this close this late is unbelievable i talked to herschel uh, walker the show it's going to air tomorrow on uh on my radio show um he is so underestimated i spent two days with him i also have interviewed about 30 times through my sports background but he whatever you want to say about herschel he is anything but dumb and the way he's being portrayed by barack obama and by snl and the late night host yeah is unbelievably I mean if you did that to a Democrat they'd be calling you the craziest racist around and now it's okay to to take a guy who grew up in modest uh, beyond poverty was was learning to run in bare feet literally racing trains whatever lifting a weight becomes the best football player on the planet then bobsledder then track star running with Carl Lewis breaking some of Lewis's records until Lewis turned around and broke it again for a dollar for zero money because he would have been ineligible and then become a business person he absolutely's got these contracts with the biggest companies in the world and people buy franchises from him and then to say he's dumb because he goes good why he's a republican Hey, one more thing before we get to your book, Brian. I, I you mentioned Donald Trump earlier. We I was fascinated. You had a great interview with him. I think it was last week or the week before. And you you didn't let up. You you were going to make him answer if he was running in twenty twenty four or not. Do you think Do you think Donald Trump will will uh, run in twenty twenty four? I would say, yeah. Um, you know, I would say if it wasn't for his health, obviously, number one. Number two, his uh, court cases. Mm, yeah. And, you know, he's got four in New York. They're going to indict him, right? You, you, I don't know. Think- I mean, I mean I've, I've heard everything. Yeah. Is Georgia going to indict him? I don't know. Yeah. Good luck with that. You know, let, let Georgia go ahead. You better, if you're going to indict, uh, Georgia's going to indict a president. Uh, good luck with that. You know, so, uh, and then on Mar-a-Lago, there was a meeting between, uh, between the Justice Department and his people. I mean, to me, that could have been handled so much differently. I don't think the president ever should have taken one thing. Just check it off. But I also think the archives got to have a system. I mean, come on, Nigel. We're, yeah. we're setting things up for ourselves. Like, if I have to leave, if they tell me I got to go, they come to my office and they'll let, escort me off and then decide what I take. With presidents, we've had forty-four. We have practiced for forty-four separate times. Uh, maybe I mean with the re-election less. But you come in and go, hey guys. I'm with the National Archives. Tell me what you're taking. That's it. Tell me what you're taking. That's it. What else are they doing? I mean, dusting all. I don't know. Just tell it. for him to take it is ridiculous, but to make it a criminal case is insane. And well, a lot of the stuff is classified. Okay, fine. I mean, a lot. Then you get the Hillary Clinton analogy. What about it? Oh yeah. This is all. This is all correctable. You don't need to have. Uh, your attorney general makes such a such a mess of this case. Uh, okay, um, before we let you go here, the president and the freedom fighter. You've you've talked to us about this book before. It just hit paperback. Uh, why should people go out and get this book? 
Well, what I did is I put news in it. And, and since I wrote it, they're trying to take down the statue that Douglas was asked to dedicate to Lincoln 10 years after his death in 1875. Then I look in the, uh, the news reports and I see they ripped Douglas's, Frederick Douglass's statue off its moorings in Rochester, where I was over the weekend. Uh, and they actually defiled two of them wow. uh, with the Black Lives Matter protests. I said, wait a second. That's a perfect example. I'll put that, in, you know, the way it's done. We as a generation, for some reason, thinks we can judge every other generation. Instead of studying the 1860s, 1960s, or 1770s, we're going to rewrite American history with 1619, and then we're going to mock it in 2020 and now 2022. And I think we're starting to come out of it. And I just think we should judge the people in the era in which they lived. That includes Columbus. That includes Galileo. And that includes uh, popes of the past who used to be absolute, basically absolute monarchs. I don't hate all Catholics because some popes were corrupt. <laughs> right? I mean, so... I, I'm just amazed at the arrogance that they're, they're teach they're, these professors and these uh, people have with what we're dealing with today in, in terms of history. I used to think history. I hope people would want to talk about history. I had no idea it would be part of news. So when I looked at Frederick Douglass, Abraham Lincoln, and their battle to save America's soul, I said, I'll put new information and they'll update you on their legacy today and what, what we've been through. But I am confident that no one's taken a knee at the World Cup, that no one's taken <laughs> Need you know at, at the football games anymore? I think the worst is over, and hopefully we all get closer and closer to a totally equal society. It's good news, Brian Kilmeade, Fox News, Fox and Friends. Call back anytime, man. We love having you. Thanks so much, Nigel. Appreciate it. We'll be right back. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.